average to good that, man, he's yeah. just a complete hockey player. But who's he remind you of? Uh, Harry Potter, I would say, probably. <laughs> Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. You! show where your mom listens and you should too 412-919-1316 is the number to call or you can join the cast of dozens follow me on twitter at underscore adam crowley brian lamartina sitting right next to me we are live at radio row check him out on twitter at fbomber73 and please tell your kids tell your wife we're doing radio up in here all originating from the fox bet studios make the call download the app today gambling problem Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One of the very best at handicapping. He works for Fox Sports 1. He is Todd Furman. He joins us now. And Todd, thank you so much for joining us, man. Hey, thanks for having us, Adam. We're in the professional football world. We'll see if we can shed a little light on it from a gambling perspective. Well, you got to help me out. I don't so much care about the listener. Just help me because I don't know who to pick in this game. <laughs> I really don't. I can't remember the last time where I've been split this much on a Super Bowl, to be honest. Well, I think it's the perfect number that oddsmakers have set. You look at these two teams in the past they've taken to get here. San Francisco, well-known, obviously, for its defensive uh, exploits, whereas Kansas City has done it with high-flying offense. But I think when you look at the game in its full picture, People neglecting the fact that San Francisco actually finished the year second in terms of points per game. Meanwhile, Kansas City on the other side has really solidified the defense, looking at some of the numbers, the way they're trending the last couple weeks of the season. And then you dig into some of the Fox bet numbers, about 60% of the tickets right now coming in on Kansas City as the short favorites mm. here. But everybody running over men, women, and children to bet this game over the total, expecting a track meet, very similar to what we saw last year. We know how that game actually felt, ended up working out. Do you feel the same way about the over? Uh, I do not, actually. I think that Oddsmakers did a perfect job. Uh, we opened the total at 51.5 at FoxBet, and the public is forced to hand to be pushed up in that 54, 54.5 range. I made the game 52, but I don't think there's enough value or compelling enough case to be made to go under because my biggest fear is that if this game does turn into a two-score margin at any point, all of a sudden those game plans go out the window, and whether it's Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs playing from behind, or even if the 49ers find themselves down, that both of these teams have a ton of playmakers, they have quarterbacks more than capable of throwing the ball downfield and hitting the home run, that I wouldn't want to be sitting on an under ticket unless this game was played relatively tight to the best. Do you feel more confident if one team were to blow out the other team, which team that would be? Uh, I do, and I think it's San Francisco. The likeliness that they could blow out Kansas City, I feel, is a much more probable scenario than the other way around because if San Francisco's defense can get going and they can bring pressure with the front four, we've seen Nick Bosa and D. Ford, how difficult they can be to block. If that ground game gets things cranked up and you see Kansas City struggling with all the pre-snap motion, uh, I can see a scenario where the 49ers are much more likely to win this game by double digits than Kansas City. Now, am I saying that's likely to happen? Obviously not, but I think... That scenario would be much more probable, in my opinion, having an offense that's been underrated with the better defense winning this game by two scores plus. We're joined by Todd Furman here on the Crowley Show. He, of course, from the Bet the Board podcast, also lock it in on Fox Sports 1. Do you find any value in the first touchdown score? Do you look at that and go, okay, this is something that I'm willing to risk some money on, or do you think, eh, it's too difficult to predict? 
You know, it's a novelty market that if you're going to dabble there, you're going to want to play with a very small percentage of your bankroll. And when you look at some of the prices that are there, it's always attractive when you can find marquee names. Uh, for numbers as high as six, six and a half to one, but odds makers know that. And so you're going to pay a premium for some of the big guys that are out there. So it's, in my opinion, it's kind of fun to look to isolate guys. Maybe like a Debo Samuel. If you think San Francisco has a gadget player, they're going to throw the football downfield. And Debo's num- numbers, depending on where you look, Fox Bet has had him any- anywhere as low as eight to one to score the first touchdown towards of double digits. Or if you think that the 49ers happen to get themselves down to the goal line, and we're going to see Kyle Juszczyk featured prominently, 50 to one isn't the worst thing in the world if you're putting up a couple of bucks hoping to try and hit it big and get your Super Bowl Sunday off to the right way. This question here is born of ignorance, but I know that your typical gambler on a weekend in the NFL college football slate, they're looking for the matchups where they feel like there's value and they're looking for things that they feel confident in. How does it change with the Super Bowl with everyone wanting to bet on this game where you might not feel confident in it, but you're going to start throwing money down? <laughs> well, I always tell people the money can be just as green betting on Super Bowl Sunday as it will be betting college football, college basketball, or any other sports that you have available to you on the Fox Bet app throughout the course of the week. So you want to try and make sure that you're smart and judicious with how you decide to bet the game. So if your normal bet, you know, maybe you're betting 20% of the normal amount you'd plunk out on a Sunday if you don't think there's value. But the nice part about it is you don't have to bet the side. You don't have to bet the total. You'll have a myriad of props to try and take advantage of. And all it takes is to find that one number that you think is inefficient or incorrectly priced, and you can oftentimes put yourself with a leg up over the bookmakers. What do you see in there? Uh, I think Kendrick Bourne's over-under on receptions at two and a half. He's a guy that hasn't really exceeded that total all that often, featured more in the red zone. So I think going under on Bourne's total catches there makes an awful lot of sense. I'm actually quite bullish on Raheem Mostert to score what we call an anytime touchdown. Minus 133 uh, at Fox Bet now. You look at the San Francisco ground and pound attack, I think that number actually factors in a healthy Kevin Coleman. If Coleman is unavailable to go or doesn't really play a factor in terms of goal line touches, then I think Raheem Mostert's number should be closer to that 1-2 to two range. So the idea of putting up $1.30 to win a dollar with a running back who's featured so prominently uh, for Kyle Shanahan, especially around the goal line, pretty hard to ignore in my opinion. How about the MVPs at the end of the day? Oh, it's always going to be quarterback heavy. I think in the last 13 Super Bowls, quarterback has won that award 9 out of 13 times. And Foxbet does have a prop uh, where you have to put up $2.25. that will cover you as far as Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo exploits. But I think this is a game that could lend itself to a little bit of a different narrative, especially for someone that likes San Francisco and knows the ground game has been uh, a big factor there. That if you were to dabble on a Raheem Mostert or maybe even a Matt Burita who hasn't done much over the last couple weeks, uh, those are the few guys that I would take flyers on. It's so hard to ignore the quarterbacks, though, and I think ultimately you come back to that. So Jimmy Garoppolo in that plus 225, plus 250 range makes a little bit of sense. Todd Furman joining us here on the Crowley Show. Is this your favorite event, or do you prefer the NCAA basketball tournament? Is there something that you yourself enjoy diving into more than the Super Bowl? You know what? I actually like conference tournaments the most in college basketball. Mm. When you have that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so many games, all these teams are on full display. As a handicapper, it gives you a little bit better opportunity to try and take full advantage uh, of the overreaction or underreaction to teams' current form. Uh, but there's no better day to actually be out in Vegas than Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I look at the sports betting calendar, and whether it's the opening weekend of March Madness, Super Bowl Sunday, or one of the hidden gems on the calendar, the Kentucky Derby. It should be on every sports fan's bucket list because the energy is palpable and the entire casino basically stops moving for those couple hours while the ball's in the air. So are you in Vegas or are you in Miami? 
Uh, I am down in Miami uh, doing my due diligence for Fox up till Saturday, but I will be back in the stronghold of Las Vegas on Sunday for game day. You know, I have to be somewhere where I can place my bets legally, Adam, so I have to make sure I'm back <laughs> in my homeland, ready to roll and take advantage of numbers that have been overcompensated for as far as public tendencies are concerned. Excellent. Well, maybe we'll see you around Miami. Thanks a lot for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, I hope. Appreciate me. Appreciate you having me, and happy wagering this weekend. Uh, appreciate me is what he said. Appreciate me. Well, we do. I do appreciate Todd Furman. I love Todd Furman. It's just weird whenever we're in Miami and he's going to be like, oh, why don't we do it on a phone? It's because we are in the annex. Yeah, we're just in the annex. We're in the worst possible location on Radio Row. And I understand the pecking order, AM radio in Pittsburgh. It's not going to be prominent like the NFL Network. It's not going to be like Sirius XM. Dude, wait a minute. He's right. Dude, That's he's Todd right. Furman. It's right there. That is freaking Todd he Furman was on right the there. Phone right here. I'm looking at him as he's talking to us. I didn't even realize it. That's right Todd. There. Oh, no. You know what the problem he, he is? He just did a phone or live from Radio Row 35 feet away from our booth. God, what a waste that is. We could have oh, sat no. here. We could have looked at each other eye to eye. I could have gone out with him tonight. I could have gotten way more gambling picks. We're so bad at radio. <laughs> In our defense, when you scan this crowd here at Radio Row, you just see a sea of white. It's just a whole bunch of white dudes. Some people dressed well. Some people dressed... Po- oh, my God. Whoa. It's Tom! Dude! Tom! Come on up what here. No, sit over. sit over there. Here, get on this one right here. Here. Dude! Step up. You got oh it? Oh, my God, guys. Dude. You guys loving Miami as much as I am? Where this place the hell, is incredible. Where the hell have you been? Where haven't I been? I got in private flight around 6 a.m. this morning, went right to South Beach, hung out there for a good bit of time, went to the Miami Sea Aquarium. That was amazing. Got to see the dolphin show there. Then I hopped over to Zoo Miami. I was hanging out with Peter King in Zoo Miami. I mean, I wasn't with Peter King, but he was there when I was there. So I was basically like, whoa, that's Peter King. It's awesome. Dude, why? Why do you have so much energy? Why do I have so much energy? I've had about 14 cups of coffee since I've been down here. I am having such a great time in Miami. Oh, my God. The women guys down here. There's, spoken, there's some luckers, huh? I'm spoken for in Pittsburgh. Let's just put it that way. Whoa! <laughs> just put it that way. Oh, I no. mean, my God. Dude, this energy is Miami. on. Miami! Shirtless Tom comes to Miami, of all places, Miami, and has this unbridled energy that we've never You've seen. Been it's all the coffee. You've been no, skiing, I told you I had 14 cups of coffee. It is, I don't know what you're afraid of. It's coffee. I've had a lot of coffee today. Spending any time with Dan Marino? No, I would love to, though. Is he, he's down here? He's a Miami Dolphin, after all. You didn't happen to run into the offensive line coach of last year's Miami Dolphins, I did you? No. Oh, why would I? I don't know. Why would he be here? The Dolphins aren't in the Super Bowl. Did you run into OBJ? Is there a pizza box sitting anywhere with OBJ? I hope to run into OBJ at some point soon, and I would love to have some pizza with him. I don't know where these questions are going. Did you he maybe see Lawrence meeting. Taylor? Are you hanging out with Lawrence Taylor? <laughs> yeah, nope. No Lawrence Taylor. Oh, Getty Kuznetsov. Did you see him down here? Nope. Just a lot of coffee. Ryan <laughs> Malone. Did you see Ryan Malone down here? Yeah, you Ryan Malone. It was great. Woo! Tom, what? I realize that you are Madden's producer now. Not this week, baby. I'm in Miami. I know Dude, you're supposed to be working on this show. That you, you think came I've been down doing? I was in the zoo. I was trying to get Peter King to come on. He wouldn't do it. 
I, I don't think you understand that you came down here to work. Like with I, our show is one last hurrah. Uh, you've been missing uh, for the first two well, hours. So why did I fly private? If you guys, I thought I was kind of doing my own things. Come on by the show if you can. You if, wanted to take the separate jet. Uh, you were the one who made us make the reservations and change it all. Those are semantics. Look, I'm having a great time down here. I thought this was going to be a vacation. It was open door policy. If I want to hop on the radio show while we're out here on Radio Row, please come on by. But if not, go enjoy Miami. I've been enjoying Miami. I've been enjoying a lot of Miami. I'll tell you that right now. It has been so much fun down here. The weather is beautiful. This coffee is insane. I don't know what they're putting in this coffee, but I am wired. Whoa! Tom, your legs are shaking. I can't stop him. I've been shaking for a long time now. He's doing Elvis leg like it's just going like he's Elvis up on stage. I can't stop either. Look at my arm. Look at my arm right now. It's shaking like crazy. Dude, you were so excited to be here. Too much coffee. Allegedly. (laughs) You look like Donovan McNabb in the final drive of the Super Bowl. That is how much you are shaking right now. Whoa. You look like Tony Montana in the final scene. Well, that doesn't make sense. He didn't drink any coffee in the final scene. All he did was... Wow! Substance. I'm well, welcome, welcome, man. I'm glad you're here. It's good oh, to I'm see you. I'm glad I'm here too, Brian. We Are you kidding worried. me? We were worried. I feel like I can't match your energy at all. How <laughs> has your guys' day been? Today, it's been great. Way? Did you, you wrangle any guests? It's been fine. It's been great. Oh, I couldn't get anybody to come on the show. Really? Not a single. Okay, person. very good. Uh, Thank Peter you. King said no. Dan Graziano said no. Mina Kime said no. But we got a drink together. Then uh, Diana Rossini said no. I thought I saw Stu Gotts, but it was just a bum on a park bench, so I just walked <laughs> right by him after a, a weird five-second conversation just yelling his name. But no luck on the guest front so far, man. A lot of good work put in by you, shirtless Tom. Oh, wow. the best. Well done, man. And Welcome. you've got a tan, too. I mean, you've you been hang- here for, what, eight hours? Uh, Twelve hours now. Go to the club later? You going to hang out with us? We have we all hanging out? I guess I can stay for another 40 minutes. Is that how no, long we I, No, I mean like tonight. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of just going to let the night take me where it goes. I, I got to go to the bathroom real quick, though. So are we getting close to a break? Or yeah, we're going to go to break right now. Yeah, you can go to the bathroom. Cool. We'll go to break. Hmm. That's odd. Huh? allergies? Or? One trade the Pirates need to make, two the Penguins should avoid. That's when we return after the intervention with Tom. It's ESPN Pittsburgh. For the latest lines and info on all college and pro football games, check out some of the best names in Pittsburgh sports on the Fox Bet You Make the Call podcast on iHeartRadio. Search Fox Bet. Fox Bet. Make the call. Download the app today. Adults 21 and over. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So many beautiful palm trees down here, and the sky just pops. The blue sky is incredible. I honestly have never felt sand as beautiful and breathtaking as this feels between my toes. I've had about like five Coronas. I'm worried I'm going to get the coronavirus, to be honest with you. I don't know if that's how it happens or not, but my God, this place is just unbelievable. This is where Steelers Nation plants its flag. Your home of the Steelers. We're excited about getting the job done, obviously. ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM, 1047 HD2, the iHeartRadio app, and now on the new and improved signal in Allegheny County, 1063 FM. ESPN Pittsburgh Traffic. Parkway West inbound jams. The business loop has to be built pipe in I-79 to Roslyn Farms. Paul, you need to get the iHeartRadio app, and you have to search out my prophet, Adam Crowley. Yeah! Adam, I am, Adam, I am healed, my lord. <laughs> I am your 13th disciple. The Adam Crowley Show. Crowley Plus. On ESPN Pittsburgh.
It is simultaneously the worst and the best place in the world. It is Miami for Radio Row, baby. <laughs> the Crowley Show live from the Super Bowl, bitches. <laughs> this is every head around his turn. I don't make a lot of money, right? It's AM radio. This is the best thing we do every year. We have so much fun. So much fun. Yet I hate everybody. What are you talking about? Everybody's been the nicest guy in the world. Dude, this is a weird room, Tom. Look at this room. This I'm is a bunch of this nut right jobs now. in here. This is amazing. There's so many lights. Yeah, I can't stand the fluorescent lights either. And that's what happens every single year in hour three of the radio show, whether it's in Detroit, no matter where it is, last year, Minneapolis, Mall of America. The lights, they grade on me. Going to combines. The lights, they grade on me. I can't wait to go out tonight. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't wait. The last time I was in Miami, it was for the Orange Bowl, WVU, back in the early portion of the decade. I was a lot younger. I know my way around now. And I also know you can't be tipping. Tom, that's Kirk. Go get Kirk Cousins. He's right there. Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings? Kirk! No, go go get go him. Go get Kirk! him, dude. Go get him. Last time I was in Miami, $9 Bud Lights, and I was... Putting the gratuity on there, and they told me later, Crown Man, FYI, for your information, you don't have to throw the tips down. Kirk, you got five minutes for jump on radio? Kirk! You like that? Kirk! You like that? Get out tonight? Oh, I'll see you tonight. Don't do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get a beer together. Don't do that. Don't do that. What do you mean a couple other things? Hey, sorry, guys. Kirk said no. Yeah, I know. What do you mean? <laughs> you heard. What? I'm trying to get into some sports takes here. I was trying to tell a Miami story, and you're just screaming. When you, we, we, we need you to get to a guest. You walk over. You he talk. told me to get Kirk. I tried to get Kirk. He told me no. What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to drag him over here by his balls and put him on the air? I'm not telling you to drag Kirk Cousins over here. I am telling you to walk over to Kirk Cousins and have a pleasant chat with him. Yeah. You came on not even a little strong, like all the way strong. <laughs> you, came in, you, came, you started across the room going, Kirk, Kirk, that's Kirk. How, that's how you do it down here. You just scream, and then hopefully they get you get their attention. And I did. He said he's going to meet me out later tonight. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. You, how would you know? You're doing a radio show. Do the show. Pirates you know, trade. It's Penguins trade. We'll get Whatever. to the Pirates trade. We'll get to the Penguins trade in a second. Why don't you do me a favor? Go talk to Kirk one more time. He's gone. What am I supposed to do? No, go find him. Fine. Go find Kirk. Go get Trey. Trey Wingo's still here, too. Go get Trey Wingo. Who? Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo? Yeah. This sucks. Okay. Jesus Christ. You can't oh, take dude, this guy anywhere. What the hell is going on with Dude, that? he was, what, two hours and like five minutes late for the show? <laughs> yeah. He is. He's not a, He's crazy. He's guy. hopped up. Is that? Am I not? Okay, I'm not the only one thinking that. There's right? something going on. Okay. I don't know what it is, okay. but it's something. He's, he's different, right? He does not seem like typical shirtless Tom. What what's, the hell? What's up? What do you mean? What's up? Take a little walk. Now I'm back. Did you get Kirk Cousins or Trey Wingo? Oh, bitch! I knew I was supposed to do something. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Trey. What is the argument to keep Josh Bell? If the Pirates aren't going to go anywhere in the next few years. They're not going to be good enough the next five years. I'm trying to do right. The next two years, the Pirates aren't going to be good. Bell had his highest OBP, his highest batting average, his highest slugging percentage. He hit the most home runs of his career, the most doubles. The defense is better than it used to be with this guy. No Trey Wingo. Yeah, we he heard. Said tomorrow, though. Okay, fine. Tomorrow yeah, we'll for Trey Wingo. Okay, we need Trey Wingo We're not tomorrow. too busy on the golf course. We had a little tea time book there. Okay. Can I do my take now? Oh, sorry, yeah. Can you just back off for a second? 
How do you get a beer on Radio Row? You mean how do you get a beer? It's Miami, baby. Everybody's got beer, right? I don't know if that's Julia Louis Dreyfus, but just go, just go follow that girl. That is her. I can't talk to her. Go follow that girl. Do it. I don't have the confidence to talk to a woman of that stature. All right, transparency being the number one virtue of the Crowley Show. What do you mean? I would fold like a picnic table if I went up and tried to talk to Julia Louis Dreyfus. You just say come on the show, please, like you did with Wingo, but less yelling. Yeah, but he's like a cool guy, and Louis Dreyfus is a very established woman, and women scare me. Tom, can I get my takeout? I've been trying to get this takeout for the past five minutes. You keep distracting me with Wingos and cousins and Louis Dreyfuses. Something. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Go ahead. What about Josh Bell? I'm going to go ahead if you would just kindly shut the I'm hell shutting up. up. Tom, go get a guest. Just anyone. Fine. I don't care who the guest is. Fine. Just get somebody. Fine. He's embarrassing us on Radio Row. Oh, no, it's awful. Nobody, everybody else's producer's in line. I don't know what the argument is to keep Josh Bell if the team isn't going to go anywhere for the next couple of years. This was the best season of his career. He was really fun to watch. And maybe the front office thinks it's a Ralph Kiner situation where Ralph Kiner would hit bombs in the seventh and ninth innings of games that the Pirates were clearly out of, but people would sit around and they'd still watch that guy. Here's the problem. Baseball doesn't mean now what baseball used to mean. And I don't think that that actually really exists anymore. You can sell high on this dude. You're not going to win for a few years. What's the upside? Would his gate attraction make up for the $5 million salary? No, I don't think so. I want good players to be here and then for the Pirates to add other good players instead of always looking to subtract. But if there's going to be a rebuild, which is what I think is signified when Marte moves out, why not trade your most movable asset? I think it's Bell without a doubt. He's young. He's durable. He just had his best season ever. Now is the time. And I think that the Pirates' Ben Sherrington did that same thing with Starling Marte. He was traded away when his value was high. No question. The highest ever, really, after a good season. And for me, the same holds true for Bell if the Pirates move him now. I used to hate when I was a kid and your favorite player would get moved. And it happened all the time as a Pirates fan. You look up Freddie Sanchez's gun. You look up Jack Wilson's not there anymore. You look up, there's no more Brian Giles. You look up, this guy's gone. That guy's gone. This guy's gone. Todd Ritchie's gone. And it bothers you. And yeah, I understand you're trying to forge a relationship with the young people of Pittsburgh, and you're trying to get them to want to buy into baseball. The Penguins have done it tremendously. Young people have grown up with good Penguins teams, and now they're going to be Penguins fans forever. The Pirates have fallen flat because they're always trading off good players that kids are going to fall in love with. But I think now you have to because you're not going to be good, and at this point you're just going to be wasting Josh Bell. He can hit 80 homers over the next two years, be a really good baseball player, but are you going to win? No. And then what? You haven't made the playoffs. You haven't been close to making the playoffs. The division has to play into this thing. And when he eventually does leave in free agency or he leaves because you trade him, you're not going to get the best for his value. And, well, you hadn't won anything. It's a tree falling in the forest and not making a sound. I just mentioned it. The division has something to do with this, too. The Reds, they're active. They were active last year. The Brewers, we saw what they did last season. The Cubs, they're always in it now. The... Cardinals, they're always in it now. Every team in this division is going for it. The Pirates are in last place before the season starts. I don't think there's a question about that. And what you have to think is, do you want to try to compete with these teams now when the division is stacked? 
or do you want to go for the future and try to see if you can catch it on the downslope, or at least there's that hope? I think that's what you have to do. Also, speaking of the Brewers, their payroll was like $60 million a couple years ago. Now look at them. That can be what the Pirates do in this rebuild. If the payroll's $46 million this year, yeah, that sucks. $50 million next year, yeah, that sucks. But maybe you can then put the money back into the team whenever you've got players who come up and hopefully can reach their potential all at the same time. There's a lot that has to fall into place, don't get me wrong, but I don't see any reason why you keep good players around on this year's team if you're not going to contend with this year's team. Still waiting on Shirtless Tom to come back from his guest scavenging. We've got about 32 minutes left in the show. We'll see if Shirtless Tom can round somebody up in the offing. He hasn't gone very far. No, he's talked to a bunch of shady-looking folk. I know there's sports radio people all around, but I've also seen some dollars and cents exchange hands. It's very bizarre. <laughs> there's very know, bizarre things going shady on. Shady handshaking, all kinds of weird stuff. You can't pay people to come on the air. I hope that's not what's going on. Tom, come out. Tom, come over here. Dude, come on. Dude, just get over here. What? What? What are you doing? What do you want? You know, what are you doing with these weird handshakes in the corner? What do you mean, what am I doing? I'm trying to get my my feet under me. I just got to Miami today. I need to start to figure out who are the real people and who are the fake people. Who can make things happen in this city for me? In regards to what? I got this guy named Johnny. Yeah. Buddy, he's got everything you could ever want, okay? Like, what could you ever want? I, I don't want to really get into it when we're on the air right now, but anything you could ever want when you're down here in Miami. I, he said he could come on the show. He's got five minutes. You want Johnny to hop on? Or, <laughs> no, you know. What does oh. Johnny do? <laughs> I can't really get into that again. Like, it's, it's, he's very secretive. That's why I love the guy so much. No, I don't want Johnny. All right, cool. Uh, I was trying to work out uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Couldn't find her after I worked up the She's coach. right there! Yeah, I got Richard Dreyfus. Is that good? We can do I don't Richard want Richard Dreyfus. Do it today, He's got no, to do it's like last today. year we almost Dude, got the wrong uh, Damon, right? Is that what happened? Richard Dreyfus is not here. What do you mean he's not here? Who the hell is this Richard guy that just told me to come on the show? <laughs> he's not here. There's no Richard Dreyfus on the schedule. Oh, that guy was such a dick then. <laughs> LeBeau. LeBeau. What? Get out of here. Get Dick LeBeau? Yeah, go find Dick LeBeau. Yeah, go, go find Dick LeBeau. Book us Dick LeBeau, Is he please. alive still? He's still oh, alive. Okay. Yeah, good for Dick. LeBeau. LeBeau. That's a pirate that I would trade, Josh Bell. There are two penguins I wouldn't trade. Craig Custance, easy there, Crowman, of The Athletic, proposed a series of trade ideas on The Athletic's website, and he said, which general manager would say no to this trade? And, well, I'm the Crowman, 80K, I'd be the general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. His proposed trade for the Pens was Jason Zucker for Bukestad of first and Casey to Smith. The Penguins don't need to shed salary, so I don't think they need to move, to move Bukestad. Uh, if they're going to move salary, I would do it in a different deal with Galchenyuk. I'd say, uh, let's get a conditional draft pick. We'll move him off solely for a salary dump. But they really don't need to do that because you've got Jake Gensel, and you've got him on the IR, which means his salary is not counting against the cap right now. So you don't really need to move anybody off that way. And I'm not necessarily sure that Nick Bukestad really sweetens a deal all that much. I don't know if it needs to go down that way. But I would not trade Nick Bukestad, and I would not trade Justin Schultz. I wouldn't trade Bukestad because, well, you want him to be your 3C. And I think that McCann is maybe a better center than he is a wing. And in fact, I really believe he's a better center than he is a wing. But if Bukestad's your third-line center, McCann then is on your third line. He adds an element of speed. He adds an element of finish. He's got a great shot, does McCann. You've got 
Hornquist on the right side. That is a great puck possession line. Bukestad and Hornquist last year together, they grinded teams down, mother trucker. Now you add McCain to that, you could be the Horny Panthers. I'm down. You get a trade partner. You put that guy in the left wing with Sidney Crosby. Maybe it's Kreider. Maybe it's Zucker. Don't know. Second line, Cahoon, Rust, Malkin had a lot of success with that. And then your fourth line is the Bluger line, which, my God, if that's your fourth line, you've got a legitimate chance to win the Stanley Cup. Galchenyuk doesn't fit, so he's movable. But Bukestad, the second you pull him out of the equation, yes, McCann is your third line center. Yes, you do add a wing. You're just kind of shifting things around then at that point, right? I don't think you're adding to the depth as much as I'd like to see them add to the depth. You move Galchenyuk out, great. You move Bukestad out, you're taking a serviceable, usable player away from the dynamic. I'm not a fan of that. And the same thing is true for Nick Bukest or for Justin Schultz. People keep telling me, ah, maybe consider trading Justin Schultz. In fact, I wrote a blog today, ESPNPGH.com, say I don't want to see Schultz moved. I don't want to see Bukestad moved. Andrew Philip Phoney from the station across the street is tweeting out, Well, let me tell you, I would love to see the Penguins move Justin Schultz. A, you don't want Chad Ruedel playing a lot. If he's your 7 or 8, fine. If Ricola, Ricola is your 7th or 8th, fine. But my dear Christ, you don't want them being your 6th. You don't want them having to play significant bottom pair minutes. Hell no. I think if you move Justin Schultz, you're doing so to get quote-unquote value. The best value that Justin Schultz can bring you is to not deal him, have he and Jack Johnson be your third pair, or you kind of shelter them a little bit, but it's a really good, I think, third pair. And then when Justin Schultz leaves via free agency, you've now acquired $5.5 million cap space. It's just as good as trading for a player. $5.5 million could buy you a really good player. It could buy a, a pretty decent number a couple of players, right? You don't trade Schultz. You don't trade Bukestad. You find their niche. You find their role on the team as depth players, and then you supplement the current roster. You can take away Galchenyuk, but he wouldn't factor into my final roster if all things go according to plan anyhow. I'm tired. I even tell you what. Being in Miami, the flight thing, it takes away from my energy. We'll be fine. Yeah, the time change and everything. Uh, the time change really bothered me, <laughs> it's too. It's really killing me. <laughs> Got this tweet from David Benson at underscore Adam Crowley at FBomber73. I think you better cut off shirtless Tom's nose so he can't get any more coffee up there. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not accusing anybody. Guys, you just got done talking to oh, Julie. Oh, for the love of Christ. Jules, as I'm going to start calling her now, we hit it off pretty well. She was a little disgusted with me, though. She was like, why the hell do you have your shirt off? Uh, this is Radio Row. You're not on South Beach. And I told her, well, why don't you have your shirt on? And she didn't like that very much. I told oh, her to take it Jesus, off, me too. I don't think she's going to come on the show with us, but I think me and her are going to go out for drinks later. Yeah, I doubt that happens. I don't know. Uh, Tom, you're also engaged. Just FYI. In Pittsburgh. <laughs> Miami, buddy. This is foreign territory. <laughs> Hottest take of the day. Lady. Get shut up. Other crap. You shut up. I like your wife, your future wife. I like her. So. I love her. She's my favorite in the world, not Miami. She can hear what you're saying. Is, not, not, if she's Miami. listening, I don't think so. she can hear it. No, we're connected. I can see it. There's a light here. I don't know. Other crap. Three stars of the show next. It's on the air? Yes. It's ESPN Pittsburgh.
for the latest lines and info on all college and pro football games. Check out some of the best names in Pittsburgh sports on the Fox Bet You Make the Call podcast on iHeartRadio. Search Fox Bet. Fox Bet Make the Call. Download the app today. Adults 21 and over. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Probably look like you're dragging. You dragging? Yes. You're dragging. You're I'm dragging a, little a little tired. Little I get a little jet lag. Something bang bang to help you up a little bit. A little booger bang sugar? bang. A little booger sugar. Bo- oh, so you have been. What, what dude? Talking are about? you talking about, dude? Booger sugar is just another term for coffee. That's what they've been calling it down here. I can't even go five blocks without somebody offering me some booger sugar, some coffee. This is where Steelers Nation plants its flag. Your home of the Steelers. We're excited about getting the job done. Obviously, ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM, 1047 HD2, the iHeartRadio app, and now on the new. An improved signal in Allegheny County, 106.3 FM. ESPN Pittsburgh traffic. Heavy on the Parkway West, inbound from I-79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound Parkway West looks... They, had, they beat the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos. Don't talk about it. Please the home to the bench. Please get me on the call. Oh, no! Stop it, stop we lost the game! Oh, we played the game! Adam Crowley show. We were voiced by the Ovatard. Oh my god! I was anti that game, I want to be clear. On ESPN Pittsburgh. The thing about Super Bowl week at Radio Row is that it's just absolutely exhausting because not only are we busting our damn ass to provide the best radio show possible with the greatest guests and we're going to light these friggin' airwaves on fire, but we're also just putting an infinite amount of carcinogens into our system at night. I have been going dry January, and, well, now that I'm here in Miami, it doesn't count. January's over, baby. It's over. It's over. I did tell that to my wife. I said, I'm not going to be around the baby, so you don't have to worry about me holding the baby (laughs) whenever I'm drunk, anything like that. And uh, this just in, I'm going to smoke a couple of cigarettes. I'm sorry, Whoa. Transparency, number one virtue of the Crowley you Show. Stop it there, or are you going to yeah. keep going a little further? Uh, what is with you? I, you said you keep feeling a little tired. Tom's feeling the, the city, man. I got the medicine. You know how it goes, though. If you have a couple of beers, it can wake you up, too. That's all I got to have. A couple of beers, a couple of smokes. Much. Not this much, yeah. I'm a little worried about Tom. I am too, man. But he looks looks like he's having a good time. I'm in the best shape out of all of us. I feel like I'm on top of the world right now. It's time for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. We haven't talked about it yet because, of course, we haven't talked about it yet. But a kid from Fox Chapel basketball team held the ball for a minute, tried to run out the clock, and, of course... Everyone's up in arms about this. You gotta have a shot clock. You gotta have a shot clock. It's not a unique take. But yes, of course, you do need to have a shot clock. But here's this. 
If there isn't a shot clock, I have no problem with the kid doing what he did. I have no idea what the coach doing what they did. I have no problem with the strategy there. Your job is to win basketball games. If you were the coach of Fox Chapel, if you were a kid, you're trying to get laid. The best way to get laid in high school, be good at sports. And if you're a winner, you're a winner. You go to state championships, you'll go and get some ass, mother trucker. So you hold on to that ball. That's what the coach tells you to do, and it gives you a better chance of winning. The thing that bothers me when these things inevitably happen, yes, there's the bitching about the shot clock, which there absolutely needs to be, but run at the kid. Go after the kid. Try to take the ball from the kid. Don't just let the kid stand there and either dribble the clock out or hold the ball until the clock runs out. Go after the damn basketball. Now, instead of a clock, if you don't want to do the clocks, there could be a rule that says you got to keep the ball in play. You have a five-second rule if you hold the ball too long and closely guard a rule, stuff like that. I'm down with it. But as long as the rules are the way that the rules are, if a kid's going to do it and it's going to piss you off, run at him, try to take the basketball away. I couldn't even imagine standing in the same spot for more than five seconds right now. I have no idea how the hell that guy was able to sit there and not do anything. I would have been running up and down that court. That was the hottest take of the day. It's now time for other crap, which is where we go around in a circle. And we talk about things we haven't yet talked about on today's radio program. Other crap. Seattle's going to be the latest expansion team in the NHL, and they had to have a nickname, so it was about time they got to it. I thought they should have been the Snowcaps. They didn't choose the Snowcaps, though. I think Seattle Snowcaps would have just rolled right off the tongue, but whatever. I'm not the one in charge of making that decision. Instead, they decided to go with the Kraken. Seattle Kraken? Is that what it is? The Seattle Kraken? Correct. You told me to say this before I came on the air. It's a Kraken, yeah. other crap ready to go. But Seattle Kraken? I don't know. Like the, the booze? Like the Kraken booze? Or like the mythical creature? It's the mythical creature. I don't know. It's a myth. No, it's... The... <sighs> I figured you would have guessed rock at this point in the evening. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does he mean by that? Kraken. Kraken rock. Mm-hmm. Other crap. Hey, guys, you want to go on a bike ride with uh, Lance Mountain? Oh, I, I mean, it. Lance Mountain. That's the skateboarder. I'm sorry. Lance Armstrong. You want to ride a bike with him? Either I one. would, but I don't have the balls. Either one. <laughs> well, if you have $30,000, you can go to my Orca. And you can ride with him and some friends. It's like a you're basically there for a week, riding up and down hills with old one nut. You're just slinging, telling stories about shooting each other up in the ass and all kinds of things about the Tour de France. Mallorca in the south side of Pittsburgh? No. That's close. <laughs> yeah. I love that place. Some seafood, some lobster stuff, I don't, ravioli. I, 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 I don't want to deal with him today. <laughs> I don't want oh, to. Really I just don't want far. to. Ten minutes down the road. <laughs> when I'm home. Will you let Crowley do his other Crowley, go ahead. I'm going to read this one. A jury has awarded $400,000 to two Oregon dog breeders who sued the International Canine Semen Bank, alleging that they mistakenly destroyed frozen dog sperm from the 1990s that could have produced hundreds of coveted cream-of-the-crop Labrador (laughs) retriever puppies. Cream of the crop. Yeah, that's that's a pun. (laughs) Dick Wiener, oh boy. What? And Barad Barcroft, Claim the Sandy Area Sperm Bank negligently allowed the sperm of six prized long-dead Labradors to thaw and become useless after a freezer mishap in 1997. So wait, Dick Wiener is looking for his semen back? Correct. Okay, gotcha. LeBeau. It's now time for the three stars of the show. Third star. With tonight's third star saying no to the Special Olympics. So I'm going to get something to drink, and uh, 
Dalton Reisner comes up, right? He's like, hey, what time you want me on? And I look at him kind of confused, and I'm like, what do you mean? And That's he's so like, presumptuous. Yeah, and he's like, didn't you just ask me to come on? And I'm like, no, that wasn't me. He's like, well, do you want me to come on the show? And I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Who? What are you? What are you pitching? And he, he's like, oh, I'm with the Special Olympics. Oh no! And I was like, ah, oh, no, that's all right. We're all right. And I just kind of <laughs> oh, turned no. and walked about it. I didn't think about it. But now I'm just seeing this weird look that he gave me right before I turned away. Wait a second. There's like six different people over there that are kind of looking weird at us now. <laughs> I didn't. As I'm walking away, I'm like, oh my god! I just said no to the Special Olympics. Say no to drugs, not to these Special Olympics kids. Ah, yes, Tom. Say no to drugs. Maybe. Second star. With tonight's second star, say hello to Tom's little friend. Oh, my God, guys. Dude. You guys loving Miami as much as I am? Where the hell, incredible. Where the hell have you been? Where haven't I been? I got in private flight around 6 a.m. this morning, went right to South Beach, hung out there for... A good bit of time. Went to the Miami Seaquarium. That was amazing. Got to see the dolphin show there. Then I hopped over to Zoo Miami. I was hanging out with Peter King in Zoo Miami. I mean, I wasn't with Peter King, but he was there when I was there. So I was basically like, whoa, that's Peter King. It's awesome. Dude, why do you have so much energy? Why do I have so much energy? I've had about 14 cups of coffee since I've been down here. I am having such a great time in Miami. Oh, my God. The women guys down here. There's, there's spoken, some luckers, huh? I'm spoken for in Pittsburgh. Let's just put it that way. Whoa! <laughs> put it that way. Oh, I no. mean, my God. Dude, this energy is Miami. on. Miami. Shirtless Tom comes to Miami. Of all places, Miami. And has this unbridled energy that we've never You've seen. You've been scanning all the coffee. You've been no, scanning I thought I had 14 cups of coffee. It is, I don't know what you're afraid of. It's coffee. I've had a lot of coffee today. You know, they like to call it Miami down here. Miami. Is that what they do? That's what they've been calling it to me, at least. They're like, welcome to Miami. You've only been hanging out for like 40 minutes because you were incredibly late to the show, and somehow you were able to crack your way into the uh, three stars there. Speaking of the coffee in here, they're putting a ton of powdered sugar in my coffee. You guys notice that? Like, it's not, you ask for black coffee and they're just like dumping sugar into it. I have no idea why. Somebody say third star. I think it's a language barrier. First star. With tonight's first star, it is Adam Crowley. Breaking up fights. I hear you talking. You know, you gotta cast some. Do something. You gotta cast some, bitch. I ain't gonna take advantage of you like that. Stop it. Come on. You come up top. Do something. Stop it. It's not worth fighting, bro. It's just a churro. Not on Radio Row. There's like a hundred of them. Get him every quarter! You got a cast on, bitch. You lucky. That's only one. Not fight. That's what I thought. I'm a peacemaker, the crown man. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that part. I would have liked to throw my hat in that ring. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. It was two UFC fighters here at Radio Row. Please, nothing. What do you mean, nothing? That's nothing. What are you talking I've about, nothing? I've so much energy right now, I could fight the entire UFC, and I would probably come out on top. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you you're wrong. There's no chance. I think we need you to take a, be a breath tonight. I just maybe take, take a, a little. I just got here today. There's no way I'm stopping. I'm not telling you that you can't come out. I just really think that you should probably take a nap before we go. I landed at six a.m. and I don't plan to go back to the hotel until six a.m. We've got to do a show tomorrow too. That's fine. That's fine. I'll be here right at three o'clock when it starts. When do we start? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. I'll be there for. Uh, the time difference is a little bit shady it's, down here in Miami. It's confusing. Tom, brush your right here. Oh, side of your mommy. Somewhat. Okay. 
Yeah, right there. It's a powdered sugar. There, you're good. The, Guys, this has been fun today. Coffee. It has been fun. I miss doing Radio Row. I mean, not that we didn't do it last year, but I miss it every year. It's my favorite week of the year. We get to have fun. We get to hang out as a show outside of our homes and outside of the state of Pennsylvania. We get to have a couple of beers. We get to meet people. We're not here to network, but it doesn't hurt to meet a couple of people. Tomorrow on the show, maybe Julia Louis-Dreyfus? She said she's coming on. Richard Dreyfus told me he's going to come on. Richard Dreyfus is not here. Okay, some guy named Richard is going to come on the show tomorrow. We could still have Johnny on the show tomorrow. Trey Wingo, he's got a tea time, but he might be able to sneak in some time for us. You told us Trey Wingo said no. Oh, okay, never mind. Trey Wingo said no. I totally forgot. I've just been trying to book so many people, they all start to blur together a little bit. You had lunch with Mina Kimes, and yet she's not coming on the show. You said you had a drink with her. I had a drink with Mina Kimes. Okay, it's different. By drink with Mina Kimes, I mean, she was at the swim-up bar at the pool, and I swam up next to her, and I got a daiquiri. You pee in the pool? You got a daiquiri. Of course I pee in the pool. Several times. I got a daiquiri. I really think Shirtless Tom is not endearing us to the fine folk here at Radio Row in Miami. 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 Yes. I'm exhausted. You'll become one of them if you say it that way. Tomorrow one live from Mijami. Mijami. <laughs> We're going to end it there. Talk to you live from Mijami tomorrow. Four until seven. See you at the Super Bowl. Looking for a personal injury attorney? Our experienced personal injury attorneys have years of experience getting the kind of results that you're looking for with your personal injury claim. We will fight to get everything you deserve, and you don't pay a dime unless we win. Yablonski, Costello, and Lecky, your compensation lawyers. YCLawfirm.com. Let's get the hell out of here. I am unplugging my here. stuff. Are we? Pa- are you hanging out tonight? Am I hanging out tonight? I'm definitely going out tonight. I no, mean, I mean, are you hanging out with us? With you guys? I don't know. Are you guys going to be able to keep up with me? Here? We'll I mean, be fine. Did you want an Uber? Do you want an Uber? How are we going to get? Uber. I was just going to run everywhere I go. That's not going to work. Brian, Uber? You want to do an Uber? Yeah. Go together? Tom, we're taking an Uber, dude. We're not running anywhere. Check out ESPN Pittsburgh's new and improved signal in Allegheny County on 106.3 FM. The same great programming with Tunch and Wolf, The Godfather, and Adam Crowley, but with a bigger, better signal in Allegheny County. ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM. And now on the new and improved 106.3 FM. ESPN Pittsburgh Traffic. Parkway East outbounds heavy from Oakland to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound Parkway East is...